welcome back, my friends, to another episode of the podcast. My name is Ashley Brianna Eve, and I'm your host and guide as we journey through the magic and mysticism of the cosmos using human design, astrology, and the divine feminine energy. I can't wait to get into today's episode, so without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so like I said, my friends, this will focus on projectors and reflectors in the beginning. This isn't to say that no generators, manifestors, or MGs go through any of this. It would just reflect a little bit differently based on our design. And here's the thing, something I really want you to keep in mind as well. Often what I hear when people start their journey in human design is, well, I relate a lot to the projector or a projector will say, well, I relate a lot to the generator and what you're posting about the generator. That's simply a sign that somewhere in your design, you're operating more within that frequency. It's a little bit out of alignment, right? And we can find that not just in the centers or not just in your strategy and authority, but you can find that in your gates. You can find it in your tone, uh, the color of your design and all the layers that go really far beyond just what you see on a body graph. So that's just something to keep in mind. And I've said that over and over. I've done hundreds of foundational calls by now, worked with so many amazing creators within my one-on-one containers. And it, without fail, every single time I get a message months later, someone that said like, I don't know, this doesn't overly resonate with me or that channel that you told me about or that frequency doesn't really overly resonate with me and without fail a few months later as they experiment as they play with their design and the energy and the frequency that they are meant to operate in because it is an experiment without fail I get a message saying you're not going to believe this spoiler alert I always do believe it but you're not going to believe this you were right I started implementing this without even realizing it I just slowly shifted into this frequency where it just came naturally to me. So I get this all the time. So if you are new to human design or maybe you're not even new to human design, but something within it, you look at your chart and go, "Mm, I don't know, that just doesn't resonate resonate with me. One, we can always, if we're working together one-on-one, we dig into that. We look at maybe where the conditioning, especially for projectors more than anyone else, where the conditioning has really got its claws and its hooks into you, where you do truly resonate a lot more deeply with other designs than your own design. And I talk about that in my most recent post, where even from the time we're children, we're being conditioned to be something we're not. So the projectors, for example, are being told to work hustle, work hard, just go for it. Well, when we look at that, who are who are they being conditioned to be from the beginning? Well, a generator and a manifester. Traditionally, projectors are more conditioned to be generators. The generators are more conditioned to be manifestors, especially the MGs. The manifestors are conditioned to be more of the generator or the projector. And the reflectors are just conditioned to be anyone other than themselves, right? This society is not set up to have someone spend 28 days in a decision-making cycle. It's just not set up that way. So from the time we're little, we're conditioned to be something we're not. We're conditioned to be put into boxes. We're conditioned to believe that we aren't worthy how we are, especially if you have an undefined ego. But it couldn't be further from the truth. 
So I want to discuss the four points I put in the post in regards to lies that projectors and reflectors tell themselves, but what makes them worthy in business? Because I know even for myself as a generator, when I first got into online business and I started looking at a lot of the programs and the structures and the frameworks, even a work with coaches, I've worked with fantastic coaches, but what works for me doesn't work for them. And I'll never forget when I bought my first program, beating myself up. I would sit there and I would agonize <laughs> and I'm a generator. I would agonize over the perfect I help statement. I would agonize over the perfect mission statement. I would agonize over saying exactly how I help people so that it was clear and people wouldn't be confused. And that's me as a generator. So when we see it as generators, even struggling with that projectors and reflectors can struggle with that even more. So, and especially not even just for the fact of trying to narrow down their expertise or give a, an elevator pitch, I guess is what we traditionally call it on what they do, but even just how they show up in this, the generator frequency, the generator world of building the jet. And I include manifesting generators in that, but the generator world of building the generator world of having that life force energy to go, go, go. Now, it's for another podcast and another day how even a female generator or MG isn't built for constant go, go, go. And we'll discuss that another day because finding our flow within our design is so critical and it is within our chart. But experimenting again, do not give up your authority to anyone, including human design. But it does make it a little bit more difficult for projectors and reflectors. Projectors are much more conditioned, more deeply than reflectors. So how this kind of breaks down a little bit is generators have the hardest time getting out of their mind. The mind always wants to overrule this like grunting sound, right? For a generator, the mind goes, you're going to listen. And it's so funny because I had someone comment on this on one of my posts recently. She goes, my mind does not want to listen to an uh-huh or uh-uh. So for generators and MGs, your mind's the hardest thing to get over. For projectors, it's that deep conditioning. The reflectors, it's being conditioned to show up in a certain way, but they're not as deeply conditioned, believe it or not, as projectors because reflectors have a Teflon aura. So when we look at the designs, we would be very tempted, I think, to look at a reflector profile and believe that they are more deeply conditioned than projectors, but that's not the case. Another thing to keep in mind in terms of the auras and conditioning is the reflectors have a Teflon aura, so they sample. They don't take in deeply when you're around them, the projectors, their aura is really focused. I like to describe them as lighthouses. It's very focused and it goes straight into the G center of the other, of the other person. Well, when you have an aura that literally penetrates someone else's aura, you can imagine how much more conditioned you are by that aura versus someone that kind of just like samples the aura, right? Even when we just look, we don't even have to look past the aura to understand how deeply condition projectors are. And then we don't even have to look and we're going to go over this in the cosmic alignment system next year. I'm going to teach you guys on all of this to understand this so you can properly guide your clients. This is this is the consciousness we're moving into being able to guide people based on their design. And that's how I'm bringing it to you next year. And this is also why I'm so interested in going back to school and obtaining my master's in clinical psychology, because I think also the mental health field needs to understand this. And I'm hoping to be a massive change agent within the mental health field. Now I have a degree in psychology as a counselor for many years. I went through my master's of social work, but I'm looking to take it on head on in terms of 
psychologists and psychotherapy. So this is something we really need to understand. So the first one, let's go through the four. We'll just have some fun with this and then I'll go through kind of how do we move through this resistance and this will apply for any design. Again, these are the tips and tricks I use as a generator <laughs> and I've applied this with slight tweaks to any of my clients regardless of their, or no, okay. I was going to say irregardless, but I just saw a huge thing online about that being added to the dictionary. So I've regardless of their design, this will apply. So let's have a little bit of fun first. One, one of the lies that projectors and reflectors tell themselves about what makes them worthy in business. And I think this is the biggest one, if I'm going to be honest, is I have to be productive all the time to be successful. Even though I'm drained, even though I'm exhausted, even though I have no desire to go live for 365 days, even though I have no desire to do eight hours of calls back to back, but I have to be productive all the time. And this is one of the biggest lies we see. I also feel this is one of the biggest marketing tactics that targets projectors and reflectors of, I built my business on two hours a day. If you work with me, you can too, and money will just fall from the sky, right? That's a marketing tactic and a hook that gets put into the projectors and reflectors. One of my biggest tips for my projector and reflector clients, and I understand and feel into and can really empathize with the fact that not everyone can do this from the get-go. So I'm just going to start with saying that. But one of my biggest tips for projectors and reflectors is hiring a VA as soon as you can. I'm not saying going to debt, hiring a VA, but as soon as you can, because it gets everything that isn't your zone of genius off your plate. Then you don't have to worry about it. So maybe you love, for me, and this goes into my design, but I am a generator. I love writing. I would never give someone else the ability to write for me, write my posts, write my blog posts, anything like that, write my emails. That's something I love. I love being very creative through words. And that's actually explained in my natal chart. Um, when we look at a couple of the asteroids in my natal chart, words is every, it's everything to me. So that's something I wouldn't pass off. And maybe you're a projector, or you're a reflector and you're going, I love writing. I love, that's my heart and soul. Okay. So maybe you're not putting that over to a VA, but a big piece that you might be able to shift over to a VA is what are you doing with that content? So if you do a live, for example, or you do a blog post, maybe your VA is repurposing it for Pinterest, is repurposing it for a YouTube clip, is repurposing it for um, a mini training or your podcast. Maybe they're repurposing it for, you know, if you put the blog on Facebook, well, it takes time to then take that blog and put it over on your website. And it takes time to put it on Instagram and it takes time to take in a little piece of it and put it over on Pinterest. That all takes time. So when you start to sink in and understand your design and where your level of expertise is and where your genius is, you can then take those other pieces and bring them to a VA and say, okay, so this is my zone of genius. This is what I've produced. Now, can you please take this and, and repurpose it elsewhere? So it doesn't have to be something super complicated, right? It doesn't have to be that they're working full time for you. But even just taking that off your plate is going to open you up so much more and allow you more time in your own energy and your own frequency and staying in your zone of genius. So I'd be my first tip for projectors or reflectors. A myth I hear a lot in the industry <laughs> And as a generator, I take particular offense to this, is hire a generator or an MG. I'm sure you've heard this. Have you guys heard this? Hire a generator or an MG as your VA. 
There are a lot of generators and MGs that could care less about being a VA and would not be a good VA, not only based on their design, but it isn't their zone of genius. If you require assistance for one hour a day in your business, where's the rationale behind hiring a generator or an MG? It makes no sense, right? So don't pick someone based on their design. It's one of the most pervasive myths that is actually holding people back from, from finding the right match for them. If I'm going to be quite honest, sometimes the best match is a projector with a generator or, or a reflector with a generator or an MG. Why? The sacral energy. And you guys are just naturally magnetized. It's why most of my business from the time it started was working with projectors and reflectors. It's just the natural energy. So that's one thing, a tip I would give is it's not, don't put, and I've seen this, looking for a VA must be a generator or an MG. It's absolutely ridiculous. And there's a lot of fantastic projectors and reflectors. In fact, if you want my professional opinion, my professional opinion, if you want a badass business operations manager or a VA, unpopular opinion because people aren't understanding the actual mechanics that are at play, a reflector is actually a perfect choice. So anyway, that's number one. I could go off on it, my own episode just on that. Maybe I will one day because I think this is actually an important and very valuable piece of information for people to understand when they're building their businesses. So two, number two for Lies, lies from the devil that projectors and reflectors tell themselves about what makes them worthy. And number two is my gift has to make sense to the logical mind. Especially if you are a splenic authority projector, this could not be further from the truth. You guys are very mystical beings. Projectors, you're guiding based on something you can't necessarily tangibly say how. It just comes naturally to you reflectors you're just born mystical it's never going to make complete logical sense to a projector or reflector so we have to release this need and there is a pervasive belief in the coaching community and you even hear it listening back to even tony robbins like when he first came out and i love tony robbins don't get me wrong but even when we listen back to tony robbins we listen to a lot of the big programs that are out now, it's like clarity. Clarity is power. You don't want to confuse people. And while I do agree, I mean, you don't want to be completely confusing to people. <laughs> when we pigeonhole people and say, well, no, you have to pay, like it has to make logical sense. It has to make completely logical sense and you can't confuse people. You're especially, and this goes for anyone, but especially the projectors or reflectors. Projectors are very intuitive, very intuitive guides, especially if you're a splenic projector. I've worked with a lot of splenic projectors that you know they could kill themselves trying to make their gifts make sense to the logical mind. And reflectors who are incredibly mystical beings, you just, you can't. And when we try to put you in a box and say you have to, it just creates more confusion and not the good kind of confusion in your business. So release yourself from the belief that it has to make sense to the logical mind. For my one-on-one -on -one clients, where they, projectors and reflectors, where they have seen the biggest growth in their business, and I find that I magnetize a lot of very creative, intuitive leaders, was when they dropped that. 
They drop the need for a perfect Instagram profile. They drop the need. Now, a little piece of advice. Your <laughs> the only place I'd say to have a little bit of clarity is in the name line of your Instagram profile. Why? That's searchable. So that's the only place I would say is to have a little bit of clarity is in the name line of your Instagram profile. But other than that, like when they release the need to have an I help statement that makes sense or follow a format in their Instagram profile, it opened them up to magnetizing actually the people that were meant for them all along. Number three, and this goes with that, I need a clear I help statement so people understand what I do. Even though my gifts encompass so much more than 150 characters, I think and this is my own opinion. I mean, please don't get offended if, well, I guess it's your personal right to be offended if you choose to be offended by this. I personally believe soul-led, heart-led, wild creators, like the creator type, the artist type. And I don't mean art just in like painting, right? Just the artistic bones within in nature within yourselves. You're never going to be able to get your gifts down to 150 characters. Good luck. You're not going to be able to. So releasing that need of, I need this very clear, concise elevator pitch, I help statement. And sometimes it's sinking into, well, who do I serve anyway? And if your client isn't looking for an I help and perfect statement on how you I, how you I help someone, if they're not looking for that, why are you killing yourself trying to create one? It makes no sense because it's not going to speak to your ideal client. Now, maybe your ideal client is looking for a very clear, concise, I help statement. Get clear on who you help first. But if you're a creative, intuitive leader, helping and leading and guiding intuitive leaders, I'm guaranteeing you an intuitive leader is not basing their purchase off of a perfect I help statement. I'm promising you that. And number four, I have to have it all figured out like yesterday. (laughs) I need it all figured out yesterday. I need to know exactly how I help people. I need to know the depths, the widths, the heights of all my gifts before I move forward with anything. And I find, so this would apply for emotional authorities. Of course, a reflector would not have, they have the lunar authority. They wouldn't have a solar, uh, an emotional authority. But something to keep in mind is based on your lunar cycle as a reflector, you would at one point in the month be expressing the frequency and feeling into the frequency of a defined solar plexus. So that's something to keep in mind as well. But for, I find this especially difficult for the emotional authorities and why? Because a lot of emotional authorities hide behind this. I have to figure it all out. So I have to wait my emotional wave. So do we see the issue with this? As soon as you start saying I have to, that's not you following your authority, whether you're a lunar authority or you're a projector with Hello, beautiful. Thank you for joining. Or whether you're a projector with an inner authority. As soon as you say, I have to, and you start structuring your business around that, your decisions around that, it's no longer from alignment. It's no longer from what's coming internal. So what I find sometimes with projectors is this hiding behind, I have to have it figured out. So I'll wait out my emotional wave. An emotional wave, maybe the decision they're waiting out, maybe could have taken, you know, a day, And they went through the whole emotional wave for it. But now it's turned into two or three or four or five or six months. And they're like, no, 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 no. I'm waiting out my emotional wave, baby. And it's like, okay. That simple decision to not need a six-month wait. 
So there is sometimes hiding behind, I have to have it all figured out. And something for the reflectors to keep in mind as well is this is a predictable pattern. So I think, you know, one reflectors, one thing I really teach in my one-on-one -on -one containers for reflectors is who am I today? Maybe even who, who am I moment to moment based on the neutrino stream? You can feel like a completely different person first thing in the morning versus 8 p.m. at night. So really tapping into who am I right now and how does this feel for me right now is really important for reflectors. But something to keep in mind, because I think sometimes when people find out they're they are a reflector, there's this fear of this complete unpredictability constantly. <laughs> but that's not the case. You actually follow a predictable cycle every month a completely predictable cycle every single month. So once you start to learn your process and where you're, you are activated at different times of the month, that's so true. <laughs> it is, right? I mean, I, I've worked with so many reflectors. I, I'm certainly not one, but yeah, I'm so glad to hear that feedback that it's true. Um, yeah, so it's a predictable process every single month. Hello, hello, thank you for joining. So that's one thing as a, as a reflector, not to get up in your head that it's this constant state of unpredictability. You have a predictable cycle. And once we start tracking your lunar cycle, we can start to understand where do you have more energy during the month? How would you have more energy? Your sacral is defined. Okay, where am I a little bit more into my emotional wave within the month? Well, how do we know that? Your emotional center would be activated. Okay, where am I getting maybe a little more up in my head this month, right? So we can track it every single month and it's going to be a predictable pattern. So those are the four things that I feel are, you know, and it was very tongue in cheek, but it is something that really holds reflectors, projectors back from moving forward in their business or those four like lies, I call them, on what we deem as worthy in business. Another reflector, oh my goodness reflectors are really step, stepping into their power right now. I am seeing it across the board. So many reflectors really stepping into their power. And I love seeing this traditionally. And maybe, you know, I, I don't know, maybe it's the frequency I'm putting out or I've had a lot of reflectors send me messages saying it's so nice to see someone actually speaking about reflectors because they keep, tend to be left out if I'm being quite honest. So maybe it's just the fact that I'm speaking about them, but traditionally, even in my professional level courses, you were lucky to have one reflector in the group. So it's so nice to see reflectors stepping into their power. And I really do work hard to provide as much content for reflectors as everyone else, because that was a big thing I noticed. I'm a generator, but a big thing I noticed when I first started my business and I first started diving into human design, even by the official channels, even in professional training, the International School of Human Design, generators would get like so much information and it'd be like this quick blurb about reflectors. So I work really hard to make sure you guys are fully included in the conversation as well. The only HD coach who knows so much about reflectors. I work so hard to embody that. I really, really do because I think it's, it's critical. I mean, you know, I think sometimes it gets, and this is just me guessing, maybe it just gets written off, not putting as much content out because of the thought, the marketing thought of, well, it's just 1% of the population, but that is just ridiculous. First of all, it's ridiculous because there are real human beings with mystical, magical qualities that have so much, I mean, everything rests on the reflectors on us moving into this new earth. I'm just going to say it. 
you guys are the projectors used to get a lot of credit for that. No, I'm sorry. It's the reflectors. You guys are the true deep guides. No one can see someone else like you. No one can actually see someone's full potential like you. No one can fully see someone in their conditioning versus someone in their true self like you. Reflectors, more than anyone, are here to see when someone's ready to step into their true self. And that is a gift. That is something that human design guides have to take seriously because it's it does not, I do not... <laughs> I'm going to get all worked up for anyone new to my world. I get some sometimes heated. I do not hold space for the paradigm that we cater to the generators or the projectors because they make up more of the population. Therefore, your posts will get more reach or anything. That's absolutely ridiculous. And it is me guessing, but it's the only thing I can guess about because it's ridiculous. And even the main official channels to learn about human design don't provide as much information. And in fact, Raw even called himself out on it. <laughs> he never fixed it, but he called himself out on it. And it resonates so much. I'm happy I found you. I'm so happy you found me. I love you so much. So that's why I really, I do work hard. And it means a lot that you guys notice to put out as much information about reflectors. So let's chat a little bit of moving through resistance, my friends. You know me, I could talk all day, especially about this topic. So these are some tools that I used myself so if you've been with me for a while in June, I and I'm a generator, but this is these are tools that I use with my clients despite their design. We just make minor tweaks. So if we don't work one-on-one -on -one together, take this and make the minor tweaks to fit your design. But anyone can use these tools and just tweak it for their design. Um, so if you follow me in June, I burned out pretty hardcore. I burned out really hardcore. And the last few months, I stepped back from my business and was just doing things for fun, just having fun, enjoying life, seeing where it led me, and behind the scenes doing a lot of inner work, doing a lot of deep dives of how I could show up, not that I was not showing up in integrity, because I most certainly was, but how I could structure my business in a way that respected my design as a generator, and allow me to step into a role. I was really being called more to be a guide, and I do still have one-on-one -on -one clients, but I limit that, how many I take on, where I was being called and I didn't really know logically how to step into was more of a guide, more of a mentor, more of a teacher. And this is one of the big reasons because I saw a massive hole in the industry on certain designs. So the, the reflectors in particular, even when we look at projectors, there's massive holes in actually teaching based on the type of projector you are. I have a lot of projectors that come to me when I made a post about it the other day or a story about it the other day saying, wait, what? There's different types of projectors? So I saw this massive hole and in June, I really burned out from putting out courses and I felt this call, and this is for any design right now, just to allow you to sink into your own process, especially if you're a reflector and it's a 28 day process, right? For big decisions. I mean, you don't have to wait 28 days to decide if you want to go for lunch with your girlfriend, but for big decisions, I felt this call and for generators, it's really hard in our mind. So we, our mind likes to override our authority. And my mind was saying, no, let's continue putting out courses. You love it, which I do. I love running courses, but my heart and my sacral was saying, mm-mm. And I sat into a generator plateau that lasted from June to mid-September. 
June to mid-September. And I'll admit, it probably could have gone by a little bit faster if I had sank into my process more from the beginning. But again, we're all having a human experience. Something that I hope to really bring forward for you guys is it's not, even when you learn human design, it's not about being perfect. It never will be. You will never be perfect. And that's the beauty of it. We're all unique. And I always hope to share my process and kind of share the highs and the lows to show that there are highs and lows. And that's okay. So it probably would have gone by a little bit quicker had I just sank into my process. But my mind always liked to try and get its hook in, right? My mind was always trying to say like, shouldn't we be launching a course? You love teaching. Let's just launch a course. Don't worry. We'll just do it now. We don't have to make sense of this. I forced myself to sit in the discomfort. And I think a lot of times, especially for a process like a, a reflector, which is 28 days, we try to force ourselves through it. And so this is kind of the tools that I'm bringing you right now on how I worked through it. Because when we meet resistance, there's two things that come up first that I ask myself and I lead my clients through is, are you listening to your authority or, or are you caught up here? For a projector, I would say not necessarily so much the mind, to be honest. For I'm getting old. One second. I just need to adjust. <laughs> getting old. I can't sit with cross leg too long. <laughs> so a generator, I would say more like, are you getting up in your mind? I, for a projector, I would look more at the conditioning. Where is the conditioning showing? Same, and with a reflector, it can go either way. But it's more of neutrino conditioning, not necessarily another person. A reflector has a Teflon aura. So it's not ne- when I look at a reflector and guide them through resistance, I'm looking more at the neutrino conditioning more so than another person. Although... The people you're around and the place you are in are critical. But, and this is a big but and something really important for a reflector to keep in mind, if someone doesn't feel right, so I was leading one of my reflector one-on-one clients through this the other day because she was holding interviews for a VA and she's going, I just, no one feels right. Like no one feels right. I cannot find a VA. And so we were working through it and I said, okay, well, where were you holding the interviews? And she was holding it in an area in our house that was like quiet. It was away from the family. But it wasn't really her spot. (laughs) She didn't really feel good in that spot, but it was a spot in her house that was quiet. She had the kiddos home and the husband was home. The dogs were running around. So it was just a spot in her house that was quiet. And I said, well, it may not be the people. It may actually be the location. And that's the most important thing that we take in mind. And I take in mind with my my reflector clients is, okay, well, if things aren't working, it might not be the people. First, change the location then see is it still the people, right? So we changed the location. She kind of like cleared a space, saged a space, set up some candles, really dropped into herself and even revisited, had some people come back for interviews and found the person that was right for her from the original interviews where she said the person felt a little bit off. But just changing the location, she was able to really sink into, is this person actually a no or are they a yes? And it was just a location that needed to shift. So For resistance first, that would be my first thing is, are we sinking into the conditioning? And again, based on design, it's going to be, it's going to be different. The reality of how it's going to present. Are you sinking into the conditioning would be first, first thing we look at. And second, are you even doing what you want? And this can be a hard one. So this was a friend of the family that was in corporate and kind of being a photographer on the side, not, it was their passion. But, you know, the conditioning, right, of the mind. 
saying, well, you have to have a steady paycheck. You have to be making money every two weeks. It's irresponsible to quit this really well-paying job with a retirement plan to go off and be a photographer. Are you crazy? So in this case, it was the conditioning. Funny enough, as soon as this person, and they were meeting so much resistance, they were trying to do photography on the side and kind of like weddings and stuff they didn't really want to do. As soon as they released and realized, acknowledged, one, it was conditioning, see where the conditioning was, and then is this even what you really want to do? And these are prompts you can take away and kind of work through today if you're finding you meet resistance. But you have to be honest and real with yourself, and sometimes that's scary. Okay, so is this even what I want to do? They realized it wasn't being in corporate. They went into photography full-time, and it, like, blew up, and they have their own TV show now. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Literally. Literally. And they were, do they were trying to make it work as part-time, but the reality is the resistance was coming from being tied down and anchored into a place that wasn't right for them. So that side hustle, as we like to call it in the online space, wasn't working because they were still anchored into this space and this place that wasn't right for them. And that's still true for anyone with an undefined G-Center, but more particular for reflectors. Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe, like literally have a TV show traveling the world, doing what they love now. It's incredible. But it was removing that resistance. So those are the first two things I look at. Like, where's the resistance coming up? And two, are you really doing what you want? On a small, not a smaller scale, but more applicable to online business, because I primarily work with online spiritual entrepreneurs. If you're looking at your business and maybe, you know, for example, me, let's just use me as an example. I wanted to move into a teacher role. I really wanted to have this full-blown certification of not just human design and astrology, but helping people guide, like giving people the tools to guide others based on their human design and to coach, like an actual coaching certification based on that. So for me, a lot of the resistance was coming up in my business because there was a pivot that needed to happen and I wasn't allowing it. So myself, <laughs> my higher self, the universe, whoever you want to say, was kind of putting that resistance up to like nudge me in the right direction. And sometimes we keep hitting our head against the wall, trying to make something work when all we had to do is kind of shift and focus somewhere else. And it opens up all kinds of potentiality and possibilities. So that would be where I would first start. Those two questions, if you're meeting resistance and then get clear about what you really want. And we do hear this like clarity is power, right? We talked about this in regards to like how this does not apply to your Instagram bio. But get clear on where you're settling. So this is a little bit of a different spin, right? It's a little bit of a different spin. Not get clear on what you want because that's going to unfold. That is going to unfold. I'm promising you, no matter where you are in your journey, <laughs> the whole picture of what you want is going to look very different in a week than it looks today. So sure, get an idea of what you want, but get clear on where you're settling. And it shifts your perspective as well. So again, using myself as an example, I love using myself as an example. I never try to portray for a very specific reason that I am perfect <laughs> because I don't want anyone to think that is ever about reaching perfection because it's not even no matter how much you know about human design. But for me, where I was settling was I really wanted to put into place this like bomb certification, like this 
bomb certification to like really bring people in to this new earth and be able to lead others in this new consciousness that's really being brought in. I know you guys feel it. If you're spiritual, if you're intuitive, you're feeling the solar plexus is going through a massive change right now, a massive mutation. Rock predicted this. He actually predicted everything that's happening right now, not in terms of a virus, but he, he predicted all the unrest leading up to 2027. The solar plexus is going through a massive mutation right now. It's becoming more highly intuitive in terms of spiritual awareness and emotional awareness. And I d deeply desired to bring that to people. So where was I settling? I was settling because I was, even though they were amazing in my heart, like I do actually miss, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, the community from creating monthly products, but I was settling because my big vision was something different. So I hope that makes sense. So where you're settling your business might not be the fact of you're doing something you don't enjoy in your business. Maybe you really do want to be a human design coach or a manifestation coach or a VA or whatever that looks like for you. But where are you settling within that and how can you make the tweaks to better align with you? So it's a little bit of a switcheroo on the whole idea of getting clear. Get clear on where you're settling. And I promise that little bit of shift in perspective is going to massively help you in leveling up and moving through the resistance you're feeling. Uh, oh, and start when you're going through that, start with stories. Get clear on the stories that are holding you within that place of settling. So where I want to go with that is for me, it was who am I to? Okay, just to give you guys an example. So for me, it was literally an energetic tie to who am I to create this massive certification? So start when you're getting clear on where you're settling, start to identify the stories that are attached to it. And we could go back right to childhood, right? I mean, we could really truly go back right to childhood because our psyche really is anchored in primarily before the age of seven. So we could go back that far and release some of the childhood stories, the childhood trauma, the, the upbringing, especially if you're a projector or a reflector that was in, like just instilled in you back there. But get clear. So when you get clear on where you're settling, what are the stories that are causing you to settle? It's going to, and this is stuff, guys, this is literally pages from my own book. When I came up with this, it was originally just going to be a podcast episode, but I thought, why don't I just do this live and record it as a podcast. I remember that live. Who am I not to do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who am I? And that's, that's the thing, guys. When we shift that, if you have the story in your mind of who am I to, and we shift it to who am I not to do it, everything changes. Everything. And you're being called to something very specific for a very specific reason. It's how your gifts and your magic was meant to be birthed into this world. So if you're being called to it, the more we ignore that call, the more resistance we feel. And, you know, sometimes we need to get hit with lessons over and over. And this isn't, and I made a post about this recently. This isn't to say we meet that resistance once and then it's gone forever. So a lot of my clients, one-on-one -on -one clients, in the beginnings, kind of beat themselves up, right? Beat themselves up of, I thought I released this belief. <laughs> I thought I released up this belief of who am I not to do it? And now it's coming up again. That's okay. Can you hold space for that 
Can you hold space for the duality? Can you hold space for the fact that those emotions are meant to be coming through right now? Those feelings are meant to be felt and experienced right now while also holding space for the highs while also simultaneously holding space for the who am I not to? Because when we try to spiritually bypass this place of eek, those are low vibrational emotions. Oh, this is gross. I've already experienced them. Oh, I'm just going to bury it down to try and be only in high vibration. It is, it, it will come back to bite you first of all, <laughs> but it's spiritually bypassing and emotional bypassing. So can you hold space for both? Can you hold space for duality and oneness? Can you hold space for being a human and being a spiritual being? Can you hold space for these things are going to keep coming up likely no matter how empowered you are, no matter how enlightened you are, no matter how awakened you are, because you are a human, it's going to come up again, but also hold space for, I got this. <laughs> got this. Of course, I'm someone that can do this. If I have an idea, I'm meant to birth it out into the world without beating yourself up. Because often we just get into these cycles and we have been conditioned as well to get in these cycles of beating ourselves up or just affirm our way through it. And this is why a lot of people also end up with you know, getting stuck over and over again because they're trying to just affirm their, oh, if I just layer on enough affirmations, if I just become the frequency of what I want, it'll all be fine. But can you hold space for both at once? And it's, it is a beautiful dance and it's lessons that we will learn over and over and over again because we're having a human experience. It's not about perfection. And with this start, what you'll start to notice as well is you'll start to know yourself. My journey with human design and my journey through this, and this was a huge piece of holding space for all of this and embodying this was a part of my journey. This is why I burned out in June. Not because I was doing something wrong, but because this was a huge part of my journey to be able to hold this space on a higher scale for everyone that's going through the quantum alignment system in 2021 to hold this space, to help everyone understand the duality so much more powerfully. So now tying into all of this and even just knowing yourself as you're getting clear on where you're settling in the stories, start to notice yourself. Where do you kind of get tripped up? Not from a place. This is really important. Oh, I'm so glad it was a good reminder. Not from a place of beating yourself up. So for me, knowing myself means knowing where, okay. So just to use, for example, a mentor that I really look up to that I really look up to. We've worked together. She's fantastic. Like I can't say a bad thing about her. She's absolutely phenomenal, but she doesn't really believe in human design, which is fine. Knowing myself means I know when I'm around her, I start to question myself and I go, Ooh, should I be doing something more impactful, more jazzy than human design? And it's knowing myself, not from a place of beating myself up, but noticing when those thoughts come up because being in the energy, not from a bad place, not because she's wrong or I'm wrong, not because low or high is wrong or right, but just from this place of understanding the energy, just from this place of understanding and knowing myself. And also there's a lot of healing over the last few months of that inner child of really wanting to make someone proud that I look up to, right? So that's something to keep in mind as well. And that can be found in my chart, the lessons I'm meant to learn in both my body graph and my natal chart. But emotional intelligence and learning from emotions, I have a completely open solar plexus and it's also all over my natal chart. This is something I meant to go through. And it was something from the time I was a kid where I wanted more than anything to make people proud, 
to make people I looked up to proud because in my home, nothing was ever good enough. So knowing myself means becoming aware of these patterns, becoming aware of some, of, you know, I hate the word trauma because I don't really think it's true trauma. I don't hate the word trauma overall, but I just mean in this situation, but nothing else is really coming to me right now. But the trauma from childhood of, okay, where are these wounds showing up and not beating myself up when they come up? I might go my entire life with that twinge coming up of wanting to make someone else proud of me and questioning myself because I want to make someone else proud. That might, that may or may not follow me for the rest of my life. But that's something I meant to learn from and go grow from and kind of the karma I brought with me into this life. So when I know myself and I get very clear on aligned Ashley, I'm able to identify it right away, not from a place of beating myself up. And this is so important, guys, not from a place of beating yourself up, not from a place of being like, this is coming up again. I thought I healed this or this is coming up again. I thought I released this. It's just being aware because the energy we live in, we live in the program, guys. We live in the conditioning. We live in the not self world and we're human. We're human. I think so often in the spiritual space, we try to forget that, like bypass past it. But by doing that, we're making those human emotions less than or make, we're, we're kind of burying them down. So just knowing yourself, write down your beliefs. Where did they come from? And when I say where did they come from, did maybe a mentor put them in your head that, for example, business has to be done a certain way or you have to show up a certain way? For example, like a reflector or projector or anyone, but especially those that need time in their own space and have their really truly need space out of auras <laughs> more than anyone else. Maybe taking a day off a week completely from social media is for you. But you heard along the way that you're supposed to show up every single day, right? So where do these beliefs come from? And you might start to find, like I find, some things are rooted in when I was younger or you might find. That's just a part of the, the karma that you brought in this life and you're meant to experience it and gain wisdom through it. And there's nothing wrong with that. That the wisdom you're meant to gain through this life and the karma you're meant to live out and the unfolding of your gifts and your magic is meant to be a lifelong process. There is no end goal. I hate to, I hate to be the bearer of bad news because I know that it's not a popular thing to say in the online space. But it's meant to be a, a lifelong process. You're never going to have it all figured out. You're never going to be perfect. It is the perfection within being imperfect. It is the perfection within the imperfection. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Uh, and then what do you choose to believe? Now, here's something to keep in mind when you're working through this. What you choose to believe doesn't have to be, often we hear like, just jump to the opposite end of the spectrum, right? Take a baby step. Take a baby step, like pull up the emotional guidance scale and take a baby step. Let me tell you, my friends, some of my most impactful months have been when I've been what we would term low vibration, which that's for another podcast episode because it's not how it's cracked up to be in the online space. Some of my most impactful months in terms of reaching soul line, like heart led people that like I just could not have even dreamed up if I tried some of my most impactful months in terms of income have been months where I've been deep in shadow work, where I haven't been in the light, where I haven't been only high vibration. 
So it's not true that we just have to all the, all the time shift from a low vibrational state to a high vibrational state. Can you hold space for both at once? Duality and oneness. Yeah. And then from there, when we're looking at business and these beliefs and life, guys, because this is throughout entire life. And then I'll leave you guys because it's almost an hour. I never stop talking. <laughs> when we look at business the reality is, my friends, people aren't buying. They're not buying your Instagram bio. It's the reality of the situation. They're buying you. And there can be a, a little bit of a resistance around that, right? But they're buying the result. They're buying you. I'll never forget. I was on a podcast once and the woman, I it was so long ago now. I can't remember which one it was on. If I find it, I'll drop it in the comments, but I, I did so many, this was going back probably seven, eight months ago. But I, the thing I remember specifically is she said, everyone's gifts. Like when we look at, let's be honest, someone can Google human design, maybe not the really advanced stuff because the Jovian archive controls it. And the advanced stuff really just isn't available online because again, it's a business. They desire for you to take their courses. But people can Google it. Manifestation, people can Google it or, you know, buy an Abraham Hicks book. Uh, for building a business nowadays, you can find so much on YouTube. You can find how to build a funnel or an evergreen funnel on YouTube. Most stuff people can Google. And I remember specifically she had said that while people can Google all that information, they desire to be learning it from you. And that hit me at the time. It, all, it caught me a little bit off guard because we were live also for that. And I was like, ooh, this is deep. But I feel like I can't fully process this right now because we're live. But I need to come back to this because that's the reality. So when you're getting really caught up in your head about I have to show up every day, I have to be posting twice or three times a day, even though I'm a reflector or projector, I need time away from social media because social media is going to drive me nuts. I need to be in my own aura. You know, we're being told we have to go 365 day lives. We're being told we need certain structure. I think structure is fantastic. People tend to think that I'm against structure or against funnels and such. I'm not. It's about finding the ones that feel good for you. People aren't, that's not what's going to magnetize your clients, my friends. It's finding things that allow you to lead from heart and soul. It's finding ways to show up powerfully as you. It's finding ways to show your light because people are going to be magnetized to you. People are going to love you. People are going to love you. And this isn't from a place of minimizing what we, the magic we provide. That's what it is. You provide specific magic and medicine that cannot be found in just picking up like the latest book. You provide certain magic and medicine that cannot be found in a book. You provide certain magic and medicine that can't be found in a YouTube video. You provide certain magic and medicine that can't be found by Googling. People are going to fall in love with you. So it's coming back to what do I choose about my business? What do I choose about how I get to show up? Get to, not have to, get to show up in my business. What do I choose? Because people are choosing me. They're not choosing the fanciest Instagram bio. They're not choosing the fanciest Instagram picture. In fact, there's a big shift on Instagram where actually professional pictures aren't getting as much reach. That's the most important piece. 
That's the most important piece. And then when we look at it from that perspective as well, it gives you the permission to fully be you and fully lean into your magic and medicine. They're joining you because not because you have fancy slides. They're joining you not because you have a PDF with each training. They're joining you not because you go live six times. I have very rarely, some of my biggest launches that magnetize the most incredible people, I'm just being honest, I didn't have any information up about them yet. <laughs> people had no idea how often I was going live. They had no idea how long the lives were. They didn't really know what they were buying, to be quite honest. It's because your soul people, and I promise they're out there, in mass, in mass, by the hundreds, by the thousands, by the hundreds of thousands, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. If we are able to love and compassion for ourselves, when we're in our, our low vibes, yes, absolutely, we're still coming from a high vibrational state. I love that. I feel activated by certain people. Absolutely. Absolutely. The way they say things just makes sense. And it's like, yes, yes, in your cells. So just give yourself permission, everyone, to sink into that. And then when we're looking at it from that perspective in business, just to tie it up and let you guys go, when you're looking into people aren't buying the PDFs, they're not buying the fancy slides, they're not buying the how many times you go live in the training. It's being in, in learning specifically from you in whatever way you are meant to bring through and whatever way you are being called to share that information. When we take it from that perspective, we can also look at, okay, instead of getting hung up on all this shit that... I decide does not matter. What is the result I provide with my magic and medicine? What is the result I provide? And then all the other shit's going to figure itself out, guys. Everything else will figure itself out. I'm promising you. I'm promising you. Everything else will figure itself out. All right, my friends. I talked your ear off for almost an hour. I love you guys so much. And the fact that you guys love the long talks as well. I, you know, I was talking to one of my clients I'll leave you after this, but this is just a good example. I was talking to one of my clients the other day. She messaged me through Voxer and she said, oh, I'm kind of bummed because I did this amazing live and I thought it was just fantastic. And I went for 45 minutes and I got some comments from people saying it was too long. What should I do? Should I make shorter lives? And I said, what are you called to do? And she says, well, I'm called to just allow, I always say to my clients, allow the message to be the message. And she said, if I allow the message to be the message, sometimes they're an hour, sometimes they're 10 minutes, sometimes they're 40 minutes. And I said, then you keep showing up like that because your people, the, the people that are saying, I don't like this because it's too long or I don't like this because you didn't do fancy PDFs. Are those actually the people you desire to work with? Doesn't mean they're wrong. And it doesn't mean someone else's perception of or someone else's reality or what someone else is looking for is wrong. But are those the people you desire to work with? And the answer is likely no. Right. But there's someone else to serve those people. So instead of changing your business and how you run business and how you show up to fit what you think, what you perceive people need or want or desire, show up from heart and soul. And I promise all this, everything else will fall into place. And if people don't have time to listen to you ramble for an hour, they'll catch it later. <laughs> they'll catch it later. It's fine. But my friends, I love you so much. I'm going to let you go. My poor husband is like, I, this is like my spot when I get in the zone and I start channeling, I just start getting in the flow. It's my spot. So he's locked up in the other room. 
<laughs> because I literally, if I'm about to record a podcast episode or go live, I'm like, shh, everyone stop breathing so loud. <laughs> I'm in my zone. I'm in my flow. You guys are breathing too loud. <laughs> so they're all locked up. So I'm going to let them out of where they're locked up. And I love you guys so much for hanging out with me. <laughs> I honestly, I appreciate you guys so deeply, honestly, from the bottom of my heart and soul. It makes me emotional, especially for those that have been on this wild ride with me this year and have supported me and it's going to make me want to cry, but I can't because my eye makeup kind of looks bomb today, but who has supported me through the plateaus and been there and just please know that I feel that and I love you and I appreciate you so so much more than I can put into words, honestly. I love you guys. Mwah.